Welcome to Hachzik, the Daily Musar Impact Initiative. Everybody, welcome back. Baruch Hashem, another week of the Helga Hachzik, uh, powered by Hachzik. Good yen. Um, we're doing Perkei Avot, and we're in the middle of the Helga, Helga Rabbeinu. Um, we're up to Mishnah. Mishnah Yud Zion, and day number 16. Now, day number 16 is going to be a very interesting Mishnah. Really, one of my favorite because of its opener. One second. There we go. It's much clearer. Um, let's see it. Shimon ben Omer, kol yamai gedati ben hachachamim, velo matzati laguf tov ela shetika. All my days, I grew up amongst the chachamim. I, I don't know why. Whenever I read that, it just I love that statement. You know, his father, the Halaga Reb Gamliel, and that's it. You know, his place was a house in which Chachamim would come. All my days, I grew up amongst the Chachamim. And I found that for the Gov, there's nothing good like Shtika. There's nothing good like silence. Now, says the Heli Rabbeinu Yana, what? Silent from what exactly? I got to see the best of the best. I got to see the greatest. Angels amongst men, the Chachamim in the times of the end of Second Beit Hamikdash, the times of the Mishnah, the Lomatzati Laguf Tov Mishtika, and when I evaluated, what's the greatest thing amongst all of them? What is the best thing for all of their characteristics? You know what I found? I found this. Isn't that amazing? You know, for somebody to go and to put together an entire limud of learning up the greatest Chachamim possible. And what's the outcome? What did you find? What was it that really was the common denominator or just made them whom they were to set them apart from anybody else? What was it? Shtika. Silence. Isn't that an amazing, amazing observation? Kfar Perish Rabbin Moishazal, Binyana Shtika, Ki, Bidibur, Sheesh Ladam Nezek, Mikol Tzad. If we're talking about the kind of talk he tells us that would hurt people. So, then he wouldn't even talk about that. Wouldn't be the thing over here. Everybody knows that you're not supposed to be talking about things that would hurt anybody else. When he over here is telling us that it's good to remain silent, he doesn't mean to remain silent from talking Dvarim Asurim. Everybody understands that. Yeah, well, you keep yourself away from speaking those bad things. So you end up in a place where you get hurt. Rather, we're talking about things that don't hurt a person necessarily. And to be honest, it could be great talk. Talking about things that maybe your body needs or talking about different inyanim of parnasav money where you're not hurting anybody still. Slow down, right? Just don't. Don't overdo it with your talking. Talk just as much as needed. Don't go beyond. Certainly things that are just emptiness. Those things that don't help you at all, of course, he means those things that we remain quiet from. Those things shouldn't be on your lips at all. 
But we're talking about even things that you can gain from, like things that have to do with health or things that have to do with money. Talk about them. But what I saw the rabbis do says the Halakha Shimon Sadiq. What what Reb Shimon actually, Shimon Beno of Reb Gamliel say, what I saw them do was say just enough, not go beyond. Not have to talk and talk and talk. No, they said what they needed. Very measured, very stoic, very particular, very in control. Had I been by Harsin, I listened to this. I would have asked Hashem for two mouths. But now that uh, he, but then he kind of said, secondly, but now that I only have one mouth, now I can't hold myself back, or I see how difficult it is to hold back from Lashonara. Can you imagine if we had two mouths, both of them speaking Lashonara? What is this with the two mouths? But so Lomar wants to say, I only want to use my mouth. I Meaning, if I had two, I would love to use just one of them as the Kadosh mouth. The one that only talks Torah. The one that only talks things that are brilliant. That the same way. And the Chamim Akadoshim, they make themselves like a cleave that there shouldn't be anything used for it for mundane matters. Then certainly, I don't want my mouth to be used for that either. Hanadar Mibigamara, Tamne Marava, Kopititaya Bishin, Bar Mipitita, Daraita Tav, that I'm going to speak only things of Torah. Pesha Garson, Kokraiva Bishin, Bar Mikrava Daraita, you know, I'm not going to speak anything bad except for Torah. Pesha Gravaya, Harisha, that means to plow. So the first idea over here is is to remain in control of what we speak. Shtika. And he's not telling us to be silent completely, but he's saying to weigh those words, to think them out in such a clear fashion in do I need to go beyond this and say this? Sometimes you do. By the way, sometimes, you know, if you find yourself amongst people who may be trying to be macarve to bring them closer, um, you want to go and uh, start to say jokes or different things to show them that you're a normal human who doesn't bite. Okay, you know, then, but that's at least weighed out, you know, at least it's something that is thought. And then other things that are just not needed, you don't have to sit like certain people will sit and talk about politics, let's say, for hours and hours and hours. Remember, there was one time that that I was by a zoo in Israel, of all places, the monkey park. And over there, the way that they do it is, is that they let in people, at least in my days, and they let you in just like kind of like a group at a time. Like it's not everybody together. It's like you get. So we went in and there was like these people, I guess, in our group right next to us. And it was two Americans. They were talking about politics the entire This is when Trump was president. And the guy didn't, I'll never forget this. I was, I was in absolute shock. Nothing phased him. We're seeing all these incredible animals, all these incredible things. Like, Trump, Obama, Hillary, and he didn't stop. And then we went into, we went into one cage that over there, the lady had said this from beforehand. Don't make eye contact with these monkeys. They're crazy. 
And like this guy was talking the whole time. He walked in and like he made eye contact. And she started yelling, look away, look away. And he was so still just just going, rah, 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 Henry Kessinger. Rah, rah. And he just didn't stop. And the lady like literally like jumped and like pushed his face out of the way. Like stop looking. He was like, rah, rah, Obama. I'm telling you, he didn't stop. Enough. Enough. Enjoy life. You're in a monkey park in Israel. Stop. Meaning sometimes people who just keep on yammering on and yammering on, they don't, they don't pay attention to the good stuff. Sometimes you just have to stop listening to yourself and take it all in. It's so good for you to just remain silent. It's so good for you to have your mind in place before your mouth begins yammering. It's so good to have that. The morale in this week's parsha talks about by the miraglim. So over there, Rabbi Hartman brings by the notes on the bottom, he brings the Gemara that he says that how come in Eicha, it says there that the letter pays before Ayin. Really, Ayin supposed to be before pay, but here pays before Ayin. explains because the Meragam put their pet, put their mouth before Ayin, before their eyes. And what that means is that, it explains the Maral, that really you're supposed to first take in what's happening. Take it all in. Ayin, you know, your eyes. And then peh, then pay. And then talk. No, no, no. They were pet. They were just yammering. And then Ayan. And then after, it's like, all right, does everything fit in with what we were saying? That's not how you're supposed to live life. You're supposed to have your mind in gear and understand that I'm shtika, that I'm quiet. And only after I've taken in all this information, I've evaluated it. So then I'll go and use the words that are needed. All right, finishing off for today. I imagine every rabbi here on House Lake has got to be doing at least. 10, 12 minutes on a thing. I don't know how you're doing it less than that. Lord Medrash, Maisa. And Medrash is not digger. Studying is not digger. Regular Maisa. It's on the Lord to say, Shalila Medvidrosh and Mitzvot Lacherim. Don't go ahead and start to preach to others to do all these mitzvahs. When in also a time and you don't do them, first, first go through the ringer. First do the Maasa. What a beautiful understanding of this piece of. Uh, and then you can teach others. It's nice to have words that come from those who actually hold up to it and do it. And anybody who's marba and devarim that brings chet. Now, he over here, is gonna explain to us what does this mean marba devarim in what This is talking about of marba devarim in bahalacha. Don't just be like. Shooting out halacha from your mouth. Wait. Think about what you're about to say. Weigh them out. Don't just jump out and say, oh, that's halacha. Because if you do it that way, you're going to think, well, now that I said that the thing's mutter also, I have to now keep on going and backing myself up had I only kept my mouth quiet and first thought. So if I wasn't marbe in the verma, if I wasn't just increasing in my words, then I actually would have had a correct shot over here. And that's why they held off until now to bring this idea of because from that point in the mission starts to talk about the Torah, which is that. Watch, it says that learning isn't the main thing, it's action. That's referring to Torah, the first two, your action before you go and preach to other people to do it. 
And then once you're talking about Taira, Afgam Zot, also this, Shenafar Shotobidevri Olam, Shim Kane, Hailem Lismochotza Esalam Sadilukov Tov Mishtikashu Bidevri Olam, Vimakoma Devarm, Albavadevri Tara Mukmashmash. So he's saying that this last part over here that says a a person should not uh, it's not the measure, it's the mice. So what that means is is that it's not all the um things that you preach, rather it's the things that you do do it and then you can preach it and then and if you do too much talking because we're already talking about torah this part of talking a lot is also torah if you talk too much torah now what's wrong with talking talking no what it means is that if you just varf that means you just throw out from your mouth halacha you believe to be true then only afterwards you go start to think about it that itself is going to bring to sin okay rabotai have a wonderful day you have been listening to a shear by hachzeik if you have been impacted please share with others for the daily shear, please visit hachzeik.com or call 516-600-8080.